This call is being recorded. Hello, you guys. Welcome to episode number 28 of Soul Gab with Ash and Jazz. This is Ash. And this is Jazz. And happy, happy Saturday to you guys. For real. It's been quite it's a actually, week, to say the least. <laughs> it's actually feeling like fall again. You know, down here, I really can't feel it, unfortunately. Um, no. I don't know, maybe because I was brought up back home in New York, and you could actually tell the difference. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can tell right now is the fact that my allergies have gotten... It hasn't crippled me, but I swear, like, since the start of this week, <laughs> I could feel it. And I'm just like, okay, now it's fall. <laughs> yeah. It just got real. <laughs> No, it's like it's kind of like it's been a little gray and dust like just darker and it's like in the 60s and you can definitely feel like that cold chill coming in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kinda, and then uh, well down happy here about Well, I mean it's great for you guys, but down here is the inevitable welcoming of hurricane season. And uh it doesn't necessarily mean that it starts around this time. Actually, it started back in June. But it never fails. There's always a hurricane that starts like the first week of September. Like so, oh, we gosh. have one sweeping across. Yeah, the Caribbean. Um, it's right now. It's not a hurricane yet, but it's a tropical storm, Florence, and it's making its way. And they believe by the time it makes landfall, sometime next week, it'll be a hurricane of some sort. So something to look forward oh. to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, you know, we, we, the thing is, is that in Florida, all of us, we just brave it out and just let it be. But it's funny, but some of us who have family in other places, to them, they think like we're going through the worst. Like it's just like we're going literally through the ringer. And I mean, and, yeah, we do. I mean, yeah, we get, we get pounding winds. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it could get, it could get very devastating. Um, yeah. But, I, I noticed that locals and people who's been here for a long time already, uh, you know, transplants from up north. They, you know, we just ride it out. We just suck it up, and you know, and if yeah. we have to change something or if we have to rebuild, we just rebuild, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. You kind of get used to it after a while, for sure. So, so, uh, and again, you know, it's it's something we always go through. It's it's an expected reality, you know, dealing with Mother Nature and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's you know it is what it is. <laughs> you can't fight it. Yeah, seasons happen <laughs> for sure. So I got an interesting topic that I wanted to talk about today, um, and it's just very it's just very uh, prevalent. I notice like cert- it's a certain emotion that a lot like, and I'm gonna throw it out there, and then you could, and then ask, you know, we'll play like a quick game here, like you could tell me what emotion you think I'm talking about. It's a common emotion, and they always associate it with women, and it's known as the green eye monster. Jealousy. Yep. So I found something really interesting as I'm doing my research and reading about uh, just the random topics, and um, there was an interesting article that stated that there is an actual difference between envy and jealousy. I know that a lot of people uh, think that it's synonymous, but they're actually very different. Hmm. Did you know that? 
No, I kind of feel like they're the same. And what's very odd, um, you know, in my conversations with with people, I, I noticed that there's a few men that actually had succumbed to stating that they feel jealousy on some level. And there's something that they have to fight with and contend with. And, I, and I'm saying that, that um, it's prevalent among men considering how and I'm not saying that it's a it's a true emotion that's just prevalent only among men and that's it. But it's just very interesting how um, that's come, that topic is coming to the forefront um, as far as emotions go. So I figured why not give it a shot? Talk about it today on the podcast. <laughs> so I'll go more into details and then provide my statistics and all that good jazz and then uh, we'll go from there and you know, do our whole little discussion about how, I mean, I, I don't mind talking about it, how I deal with person, you know, personally on the level where um, being confronted with jealousy or, or stuff like that. Um, do you think that, do you find maybe some people kind of like in your conversations with just, you know, the random people that you really know really well, um, do they actually admit to jealousy? Like having jealousy? Um, I don't think so. I don't think a lot of people admit to it. Like, I, for me, I feel like it's normal. It's a normal type of emotion. Yeah, but I don't think people are going around like the only time where, yeah that's the thing like I, I think it's one of those type of emotions where it gets it, it's so associated with something negative that that you know no one wants to disclose that they are that they truly right. are even though beneath the surface they really are <laughs> yeah but, but I think um, it even goes in line with like the whole comparison thing like people always compare themselves and like all that stuff yeah, I mean, and it's true because I mean, look at the, look at the type of, um, type of not devices, but the type of platforms that we're exposed to, you know, every day. Uh, whether that's uh, media, social media, you know, the news or whatever. Yeah, you're gonna be inclined to to feel that emotion on that level. So, to or you just down, tune it, you tune it out. Or are you just like okay, whatever. That's 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 cool. Happy for the person. Keep it moving. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, it's like it doesn't um, have to impact you as much as you think it does. But you'll be surprised. Like even uh, I had this one discussion with this one gentleman that he admitted that jealousy really, really played a part in a previous relationship that he had. To the point where it it broke them up. Like I and I thought I was just like, I was like, wow, am I hearing this? Like, is this really true? Like, is this is actual a thing? Like, like he was jealous, jealous of the girl. So bad? Yeah, that makes no sense. It's very though. odd. Yeah, it really doesn't. So, but you know, see, so maybe I for me, it's deeper, like, like I never. I guess for me, it's like I never really. I'm never like jealous to the point of like, oh my god, we can't be together or like any of that it's like i'm more inclined to be happy for the person and be like good for you yeah like, me I don't too really, 
I don't really care. I'm like, I'm doing me and good for you. Like whatever you have. Like, and that's the thing too. People want different things. Exactly. So I, you know, I inquired, I went deeper into the conversation. I asked them, you know, like what were the motives behind your emotions that cause you to feel jealous? And what was interesting was what he was jealous was the fact that she now had a status. She now had a um, a place where he always wanted to be as far as business goes. So she became a very, huh. uh, yeah, she became a very uh, savvy type of businesswoman in her, you know, former practice. And he wanted to be there in his own way, but she went there a lot faster. Yeah, but everyone's got a different time frame, too. Exactly. Which is why I was, you know, I I explained to him, you know, everybody has their own season. It's not a thing of, there's really no need for the comparisons and stuff like that. But he was just so dead center on how he felt. You know, given, and, and mind you, this was something that was a past type of feeling that he was bringing to the forefront. And apparently he must have threw a blank, a proverbial blanket over it mm-hmm. and totally forgot about it. And then it wasn't until when we got into the situation and we got to the meat of the reason why he felt the way he felt, that's when it started to re- that jealousy started to resurface. And it was just very, if you ever watch a person who's very uh, susceptible to uh, having deep feelings about jealousy you can actually see the emotion, you know, if you can read people. Like, I know see, you can. I, I, I know, you can. I know yeah, and I was just going to say, I wonder if it's got something to do with, like, there's a couple things that are coming to mind. Like, is it just because, like, we're more evolved or, like, we're more about celebrating other people's successes? Is it just, like, the enlightenment that we've reached? Or is it just because, like, I've always never really gone down too deep into that path? Because I've always, like... I don't know, I've always been told, like, just celebrate, like, honor other people's timings and honor people, other people's successes, because a lot of times it's a mirror reflection back to you, like, you're in the energy of whatever that thing is, and also it's like, right. what's the point of, like, wasting your energy thinking, oh, I don't have that yet, and a lot of times it comes back to the person, like, are you actually putting in the work or, like, doing what it takes to, like, achieve that thing, and then also checking in with yourself like do I really really like what's the jealousy like why am I feeling jealous or why am I comparing myself because we all know that we have different timings and then like I said we all want completely different things so like success or happiness like those are like ambiguous terms because everyone has a different viewpoint on what that might feel or look like for that person and yeah like you so said, now like, you the question pick up on it super quick like I know right. when I feel like and this is like beyond just jealousy like, like you can feel all sorts of things from different people. And sometimes, exactly. like I said, like they might not even outright admit, oh, I'm jealous of you. But like if you can feel in the feelings, like you can kind of feel when, I don't want to say inauthentic, but like you can feel when they're actually jealous of you, but they don't want to admit to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've come across that. Uh, not, to, not to pull any clout or to sound egotistical or conceited or what have you. But I felt that from a very emotional level. And for years, yeah. I denied it. Like, there's been friendships that I had in the past. Uh, I couldn't read to it. Now, my sister is very good at reading people's energies and their feelings and stuff like that. And she could read anybody right off the bat. 
And so your sister is like me. me. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. She really is. And um, she's like, that girl is just jealous. I don't even know why you're entertaining this friendship. And that like took me by surprise because here I am like trying to be, you know, this very good friend to this person and staying up like late phone calls at night talking about her boyfriend problems and, you know, me giving advice. And the whole time I get off the phone and she's like, I really don't know why you're talking to this girl. Like, it's a waste of time. And I was like, you can't do that. Like, stop being so judgmental. Like, you can't say that because you don't know her like that. And I'm like, I don't need, she's like, I don't need to know her. I can read her. (laughs) Right. It's just really funny, but she had a lot of truth. And needless to say, you know, years later, looking back, I was like, shit, the girl is right. Like, yeah. If you just stand back and read the emotions. Yeah, Yeah, and I think that's, like, something that comes over time, too, because I know, like, I'm similar in the nature of, like, wanting to, like, be the giver and, like, give until I can't give anymore and then, like, giving people the benefit of the doubt. But then a lot of the times, like, with hindsight, you look back and you're like, damn, I was spot on in my read and the energy. And now it's like I never doubt it. But there were circumstances where it's like there were situations where I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to give this person another try or I'm just going to ignore my read on the energy or I'm going to ignore what I'm picking up and just give them the benefit of the doubt or continue on and, like, maybe it will change. But then as I connected more and more to my intuition and, like, just trust trusting my own ability of reading people, then it kind of came to that place where I'm like, no, Ash, like, you're, you're always spot on. Like, at least 90, 98, 99% of the time, like, I'm spot on in my read. And now I'm not as, like, yeah. quick to, like ignore it like yeah there's still like that like balancing act of like giving people a second chance or like going beyond just like that initial reaction to someone but honestly like now I feel like every single interaction whether it's in person or just on social it's like usually now it's like if I get a bad read I'm like nope not gonna entertain that for too much longer because I've been burned way too many times to like just not ever listen to what I pick up exactly yeah i mean i'm learning i'm still learning how to take things not at face value but essentially just read into it and and hold into my intuition and you know it's been very helpful but because i'm like a recluse anyways so (laughs) i have very little contact with people and you know i and i choose to do that and that's because uh you know it's really no right or wrong way to it and uh, for me i feel like i have to reserve my energy and if I'm not feeling it, I'm just not going to play into the whole drama about what's wrong with your life, <laughs> you know, right? Or, yeah, or give well, free therapy sessions, you know, that well, it's that's not going to work. Too, that we touched on many times is like the other person has to be willing to actually take action or do something about it because, like, we both can share our wisdom or our insights, or we can be the one that's going to listen, 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 but then it comes to that point where it's like, they're not going to ever listen to your advice or they're not going to actually do anything with what you're suggesting based off of your personal experience. And then you have to come to that realization of like, okay, they keep coming to me with the same like boyfriend problems or woe is me or this problem or this problem. And nothing ever changes because they aren't ready to actually face it or move or change something. Well, I finally found the way how the whole, our whole friendship had, had, broken up was the fact that one day I just got really tired and and uh I got really blunt and I said to her you know this whole relationship supposed relationship that you're entertaining right now you know it's not gonna work right 
Right. And that was the end. Unfortunately, that was the end of our whole well, friendship. Well, yeah, because then it's like when you tell the truth, like, point blank like that, yeah. the other person is not ready for it and they're not going to like it. And you're the person, unfortunately, you're the the messenger always gets shot or whatever that saying is. It's like exactly. the one that's going to, like, tell it like it is. And then if they're not ready to face the truth and they're not ready to actually deal with it or do anything, then usually that's when they, like, end the relationship or maybe just you, you decide to, like, slowly fade away from it. Yeah. And that's essentially what happened when, after I realized, you know, especially that time that my purse was stolen and my car was broken into and and I went through that whole drama of our friendship and where it was actually going. Mm-hmm. And so... After that whole situation happened, my phone got stolen and I thought I lost her number, but I, I happened to have wrote it down somewhere. So I, you know, I, you know, I hollered at her, um, but she wasn't picking up. So I was like, okay, let me send her a direct message on Instagram and see, maybe she'll respond. But it was so cold. And when I explained to her the situation about what happened to me and why, you know, I, I've been out of touch with her, the only answer I got from her was, oh, that sucks. And that was it. Wow. That's when I knew. I was like, all right, that's it. I was like, I guess yep. this is it because there's no reason for me to to keep providing a, a sense of relationship to somebody who's um, not reciprocating in any manner and it, it, you know, it's serving a purpose. So what's the point? I found myself doing more work you know, trying to maintain a friendship yeah, that's then she was on my end. It's got to be dual-sided. Like, it can't always be from you. Like, if you're the one that's always texting or calling or reaching out, and then they're not doing anything, like, yeah, obviously, usually I'm the one that does more of the reaching out or the coordinating, because that's just my yeah. nature. But when it becomes, like, I don't know, I don't know what the percentage is, but, like, if it's 80-20, like, it depends on the person. Like, if it's 80-20 or 70-30, and it's always you initiating or coordinating or making all the plans or, like, reaching out, checking in, then you do have to kind of like do that pause and be like, is it really a dual sided relationship? Exactly. So, you know, unbeknownst to me, I discovered that through, I mean, through my sister, you know, one day we're having a discussion and she says to me, she's like, Jazz, you know why that, fr- that friendship ended? And I was like, no, why? She's like, because the girl was jealous of me. Hmm. Point blank. And I said, Nah, I can't be. I mean, that sounds so. That sounds like such a superficial type of response to why it ended the way it did. But as I look back, certain instances, you know, uh, certain events where we were involved in, certain things that I did that was probably very heroic on my on my end. Not to toot my my own horn, but but I did something. I, I took a stand for myself, point blank. That's what I did. I took yeah. a stand for myself, and I was just like, I had enough. I'm done. Fuck you. Fuck your job. I don't give a shit about your job, and I don't give a shit about the money, and I don't give a shit about you, <laughs> point blank. And I left, <laughs> and I turned into my resignation, and I bounced. And um, I didn't give no – I didn't wait for no goodbye party, none of that. I didn't want no no type of – um no type of celebration or no type of let's get together type of thing. No, I was done. Once I'm once I'm done, that's it. You're I'm done. Yeah. There is no 
let me go back and try to resolve shit. No, that's it. I cut the cord. Done. And then yep. um, now whether if I want to resume certain friendships with people, maybe I might open that door. But there's a good chance that if you're one of the lucky ones, <laughs> count your blessings because there's <laughs> I, I'm the type that's just out. I'll cut it out and that's what it'll be and I'll leave it at that. Well, I think um, that's the thing too. It's like, for me, it's like once you show your true colors, like even if it takes a little time for them to come out, it's like once your true colors are shown, then it's like there is no going back. Yeah, and, and that's what similar situation to the one that I was telling you about uh, in the last episode about the the one girl that I work with, you know, who I really relied on, who I, you know, trusted my personal information. And, and mind you, I'm not really one to open up about no personal information about myself to anyone. And if I do, you know, I'm very selective about what I say. And it's not because I'm trying to hold secrets in, but I feel like certain certain infos doesn't need to be shared out publicly. Like, I feel like it's something that I'm still resolving. So let me resolve it in my own circumstances. And if I want to share it to help somebody as a purpose, then I'll do that. And so... Yeah, so it was just like that whole situation on repeat. The girl, you know, you know, here we are, seventeen years later or so, and she's hollering at me on fucking Facebook, trying to, I guess, resolve or resume our friendship where it left off, but it was already done. So yeah, at that point, yeah, I'm just I'm over it. But going back to this, when my sister told me that that was the basis for why it ended the way it did. Now, even going back in retrospect, I can put pieces together and say that, yeah, maybe that's probably the reason why, because I did something that was not out of character for me. I I never find things out of character for me, but for everybody that knows me, probably may have thought it was. Um, But I I was fed up. I had enough. And and that's something that she secretly wanted to do, too, Um, because we would have conversations about this. And she would say how... You know, she wanted to do her own thing. She didn't want to be a slave to a nine to five and and do this kind of thing where, you know, she was a slave to the to the money, to the lifestyle and everything. And for me, money, money is practically nothing. It's a tool for me, but I don't I could I couldn't the lifestyle for why, you know, I get up every morning to do the job I want to do. And um, yeah, so. She wanted to do the same thing, but because she was a slave to her own lifestyle and the money we were making, that's what prompted her to, you know, just hold on tight to the job, even though she fucking hated it. Yeah. Whereas me, I I take my I take my self care very serious and I take my emotions very serious because I know I can I can be super aggressive and super bitchy, you know, when I'm pissed off. So. What's the point in trying to position myself in a place I hate to work in? Or no, not necessarily a place I hate, but why position myself in a environment where I can't even support it one hundred percent to even prove a point? Like, right? I, what's the point? So, so yeah. So that's essentially um, my whole personal story in regards to to jealousy not is jealousy something that affected me to be totally honest it did when I was younger back in my 20s 
yeah I, I you know I was I was very much the type that you know I would get very jealous like that kind of thing and, and be like look at her like what who the hell she thinks she is like she need she really needs to like do something about that hair like she really thinks she's that cute like <laughs> that kind of a stupid thing but um but yeah as I've gone through my whole spiritual journey I you know I humbled myself big time and I realized that yes it's an emotion and it's gonna exist how do you respond to it is another thing like yeah um but just to break down jealousy is pretty much the fear of losing what you already have it's envy somebody if that makes sense hmm so jealousy, for example, would be like, I don't know, your boss gives you like the best ever assignments to like the new coworker who just started like a month ago. And now you're worried about losing your job. That's jealousy. And then when you're envious of someone, it's like your friend who, I don't know, landed a great job that you always dreamt of. So can you kind of see the contrasting <laughs> elements? Of it? I didn't even notice. I didn't even know that, but, yeah, but that's essentially how it's it is. New, it's new to me. Yeah. Um, so when we're talking about jealousy and envy, you know, I look at it from a health point of view. How does that affect someone on a very, uh, physical level so we can deem that jealousy and envy are both difficult emotions and uh, like you know as we said at the the beginning of the whole conversation they're very complex emotions that um, are triggered by the neurological system so you know it pretty much what inspires these feelings to come forth always comes down to how each of our brains are wired. So for you, for instance, your brain is normal. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm I know, my brain I'm is far from normal. My brain is far from normal. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something dumb like that. But, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, on the series note, it really does depend on how our neurological system is wired, how our brains are wired. Um, and it just depends on this one area in the brain called the amygdala. Um, and it connects to the areas of our brain. That, and this is where it establishes those values and what our true motivations are. So when we start to understand these emotions and where they stem from, um, of course, jealousy and envy are going to be those complex ones that have to do with our biochemistry, our anatomy, and ultimately our environment and who we are around, who we're surrounded with. Because that also plays a part as far as far back as even childhood development, too. Because I really feel like if a child has grown up in a type of environment they're going to, you know, at the start of a very young age, they're going to start developing their emotions and distinguishing between what's good, what's bad, and and how they react to those different responses, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to 
emotions in that sense. Right. Have you ever dealt with emotions? Uh, what? Well, have you ever dealt with jealousy? Like, I know you said you don't. It's not something that you actually get into because you're always you celebrate people's achievements and their stuff like that. But has anyone ever projected that emotion towards you? Towards me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I feel into it a lot. So it's like I know that there's a lot of people that aren't quote-unquote jealous of me in different situations or different points of my life. But like, got to the like point that it would ever, close like, friends? Like... Yeah, I mean, I know for a fact that there's been a lot of, like, people that have come in and out of my life that, bottom line, they probably were just jealous of me for whatever the reason was. But then... Not that they ever came out and said it. No. <laughs> like, no one's ever said it. Like, I just feel it. And then the relationship ends up crumbling. Because kind of like what you said, it's like it just gets to that point where it's like they just project that certain vibe. And it's like even if you never speak it aloud, like I'm always going to feel into it. And then the relationship just ends up crumbling because if someone's jealous of you, they can't hang around you for too long because they're going to freak the fuck out. Or even if they never admit to it, like there's always going to be that underlying resentment or jealousy or uh-huh. envy or just like a, like I don't know there's so many different words that come to mind of like just when people have that type of way about them it's like they never say it aloud but like you just pick up on it and there's always some weird like undertone of that relationship like you just feel it and you can feel yeah, that they you, act do. A little, you can feel like they can act like you feel like they're acting a little different towards you or especially if there's like something that really makes them jealous or really makes them pissed off or whatever the emotion is. Like it can, we're talking about jealousy, but it can be a myriad of different like feelings or situations. So it's like, yeah, like it's never been vocalized. <coughs> Lucy is jealous. <laughs> Lucy is jealous. Always. Lucy's jealous because you're not giving her attention right now. (laughs) She's like, you're giving guilty as charged. You're giving Ash attention and you're giving this podcast attention, but you're not giving me attention. So I can pick up on Lucy. Like, I know what Lucy's feeling. Like, what the fuck, mom? Like, you're not giving me any attention right now. So I'm going to (laughs) bark to make my presence known. Well, she is the mascot, so. That's true. She is the mascot. Crazy ass dog. But it's funny that we, since we're on the topic of dogs, um, one interesting fact that I found out was a study by researchers researchers at um, the University of California in San Diego, they replicated jealousy studies done on humans on canines, and they reported in a paper published in a magazine called the PLOS Once in 2014, that a significant number of dogs had displayed jealous behaviors when their human companions paid attention to dog-like toys compared to when their human companions paid attention to non-social objects like podcasts. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I just added that like podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so see I, but, read, um, I read Lucy right on like I know she's jealous yeah. right now 
So and I know hilarious. why she's jealous. Like, Lucy's not going to say it to us. Like, she's not going to bark out and say, I'm jealous of you right now. But I feel it. She probably And that's how would, I feel. <laughs> yeah, but Lucy's like an extraordinary case. Like, most people don't come out and say, like, I'm jealous of you or you're pissing me off. <laughs> right actually they they'll probably play into it like how many times have you heard a joke like i'm so jealous of you like it'll come up in like social context where <laughs> it's supposed to be a joke but you sometimes wonder like i i've heard that before yeah like people will say the shit and then they're like oh but not really haha <laughs> not really haha <laughs> <laughs> yeah just right like, <laughs> like you would not say that shit if it wasn't true for real. Just like how I don't <laughs> buy into that whole thing of like how they say, what's that saying in vino vertas? Like you speak the truth when you're drinking. I'm like, why? Why? Like just speak the truth regardless. Yeah. Um. I I don't understand that whole context. Like, I heard it that. I before. guess for like... some people, it's like for some people they call it like social lubricants. But maybe just because I'm more of the extrovert, it's like I don't necessarily need liquor to like open me up and it's like I don't I don't know I feel like why do people need to drink to like let to let out their dark secrets or to let out their truth like why can't we but again not everyone is open and honest I guess but it's like I find it fascinating how they say like watch more attention like pay more attention or see what people say when they're under the influence yeah it's like like, there's just like a whole then the whole truth comes out. Yeah. Like, I drink just because I enjoy a glass of wine, but I'm not, at this point in my life, like, I'm not drinking to get drunk. Like, it's not like my early 20s or, like, even then, like, I wasn't necessarily drinking to get drunk. It was more just, like, what I was around. Like, you go out and you drink, especially in college and, like, parties and all that. But it's, like, I was never one of those people that set out, like, for the night, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get totally plastered tonight. And I think some people have yeah. that idea of, like, I want to go get hammered tonight or I'm going to go get drunk or trashed tonight. But I never had that about me. Like, yeah, I obviously drink heavier stuff than just a glass of wine like I do now. But I never had that, like, I'm going to get drunk. See, like, there's – this is, like, another – probably, like, an offshoot topic that we could discuss maybe later. But <laughs> it's kind of, like – I think anytime somebody makes a statement like that, it's an underlying statement that's actually uncovering or covering the fact that they're actually depressed. Like, they're suffering from depression. Well, yeah, there's something going on because it's like, if you're literally going out to, like, avoid your feelings by using a vice like alcohol, then there is something yeah. underlying behind that. Because if you want to be so out of it or so out of your current headspace, then there is definitely something else deeper in the surface of like why do you need to go get drunk why do you not want to be in the current like present moment frame of mind yeah yeah it's kind of like those people that have like issues with being alone not because of uh, maybe in some part maybe the loneliness that they have to face but the fact that they're alone with themselves well, yeah, i think, I think there's like, like a certain avoiding like being by yourself or not wanting to be I think there's two parts because then it's also like the whole idea of FOMO or the fear of missing out like if you see your friends like quote unquote going out and you're like oh I'm not going out tonight or no one invited me to go out 
then it's like you have that kind of fear of loneliness, I guess. But then you also have the other kind where it's like, I don't want to be alone with myself. Yeah, and then what's the first thing they do? They go on social media and then they see all their friends taking pictures yeah, and they're shit, sitting having there a great time. It's like, <laughs> why? <laughs> and then it's encouraging jealousy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why are you doing that to yourself? Just like how now it's like I'm always, uh, you have to be mindful of what you're scrolling through. Like, I never scroll and feel like jealousy or upset or like I never scroll and feel misery like i scroll because it makes me happy because i'm curating my feed to only only follow or pay attention to people that make me happy or that teach me something or inspire me or like i know i don't follow people that don't leave me uplifted in some fashion yeah and i think i think it serves to say too if you ever find yourself honestly feeling jealousy for somebody and their lifestyle number one keep in context that everything what you see is not all reality or it's not what it's all cracked up to be, which is the obvious. And, yeah. um, but to, but too, I feel like, but also to, to stay off of that too, is I feel like even though we say that to ourselves, you know, it's not real, it's not a realistic point of view when you're looking at somebody's social feed, but your feelings always seem to, gravitate back towards to what you're looking at and even though you're trying to make a realistic realistic point of view about it the feelings have like their mind on their own anyways because it's always going to tie into some type of emotion mm-hmm. and but then see, that my, comes out. my goal is to always have like a happy emotion like i said if i'm scrolling and i don't feel like happy vibes coming from you then yeah. i'm not gonna follow you so is it safe say maybe hitting your emotions on preset is actually a very good thing as you're going through your social media feeds what do you mean by that so like say for instance you know i want to be happy when i'm looking through my feed i'm gonna be happy as i'm going through my feed looking through my feed looking through my feed very happy i feel nothing at all like i don't feel anything bad i feel very encouraged and blessed to move forward do you ever get that sense of feeling as you're going through it? Or is it something that, you know, you're mindful about it? Well, see, I'm already, happy. Your... I'm already happy all the time. So, <laughs> like, it doesn't Okay, really but do that's to... hard to the average person. Am I right? Like, I mean, there's there's people out there that... I'm not saying that... Well, yeah, and I'm not saying that... I'm that it's like... difficult for me or anything like that. Because, yeah, you know, no, I, know. I mean, fuck it with us. Like, we're very, like... Oh, I know. And <laughs> we're I'm like not, children. I don't want to, like... I don't want to put it out there, like, oh, I'm happy all the time. Like, we've had this discussion with Tom and Brian. It's like, we're, like, saying how positive... Like, we're pos- team, team positive or what have you. It's not to say that I for don't real. have the other emotions, but, like, I literally feel like I'm happy gosh like 95 90 90 percent of the time and it's more about yeah there'll be little blips that like might make you upset or sad or hurt or whatever but then it's like you get I get out of it a lot quicker and it's just like what's the point of feeling that emotion for too long or why am I going to sit with this one like in an hour or in a day or in like two months from now this is not going to mean anything to me so which is wonderful that because it's actually tying into my next point but i have a question for you how do you tune in into the happy vibes for me personally yeah 
I don't know. I think it's just what I said. Like, it's more about, like, if I have, like, an anger emotion or if I have a fear, like, a sad emotion or whatever these different emotions are that come up or, like, someone, like, my Uber driver doesn't, like, drop me off at the right spot. Like, different scenarios that come up in our day-to-day. Like I said, like, in the big picture of things, like, that's not going to – it's not going to stress me out. If it's stressing me out in this, like, quick split second – like, I'm not going to let that uh-huh. fuck my whole day or, like, fuck my whole mood. Like, I'm going to have it come up and be like, oh, that was obnoxious or that that pissed me off for a second or that was upsetting or hurtful. But then it's like, like I said, the bigger picture, it's like, it's not going to impact me as much as it might try to right now. So I kind of go right back to the happiness of I'm happy to be alive. Oh, I'm going to listen to this song that makes me happy or whatever it is or like oh I'm excited because I get to do my podcast later like I don't know it's just more about like kind of snapping out of it and seeing seeing it for what it is like it's not gonna it's not gonna bother me like in an hour from now or it's not gonna bother me if it's like a bigger thing like that's more upsetting than just like a quick little like oh the uber driver didn't drop me off at the right spot like who cares like oh I'm gonna have to walk three blocks who cares like in an hour from now that shit's not going to bother me but then like a bigger thing like let's say the end of a relationship or like a tough conversation with a friend or a family or whoever like yeah it's going to be hurtful for the time or it's going to be upsetting or sad or whatever it is but then it's like a week from now it's not going to be as big of an issue or a month from now like it's going to be different for every every single experience or circumstance yeah i mean i think the best the best thing to do with feelings in regards to jealousy and envy, I think, is to use them as motivators. Like, use them as motivation for yourself. Um, well, yeah, and then also like it for- helps you to kind of realize, like, why do you feel that? Like, diving into your, like, why do you feel the jealousy? Or why, why are you jealous of that person? Or why are you comparing yourself to that person? When you don't actually know the whole, like, unless they're a close friend, like, if you're just scrolling, Mm -hmm. like, checking in with yourself, like, why are you jealous of that? Like, do you actually want what they have? Or do you actually desire to have that, whatever it is? Yeah. No, absolutely. I totally agree. Self-checks is the bomb, especially, uh, yes, mental self-checks, because you can check in with your emotion and just stand back and observe the situation as a whole. And also it, you know, again, it goes back to the beginning of the discussion where everyone has a season and be respectable of all of our timing because not, not everyone is going to be on the same page as far as life journeys, success, whatever that may be to you. So um, yeah, I feel like I'm going to be a late bloomer. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too, girl. Please. <laughs> Jump on the bus. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I was thinking about that the other night. I'm like, you know, I'm actually okay with that. Like, I might not be, like, yeah, where I want to be, like, in the sense of, like, success. Like, like I said, I'm happy on, like, the minute le- level, like, day to day. I'm happy as a clam because I'm, like, I get to do these podcasts. I get to interact with people I get to listen to music whatever I want and like I get to wake up and like I'm just happy to be alive yeah I take that I I don't take that for granted that I get to wake up every day but then it's also like I just I don't think that I'll ever I don't know if I'll ever like 
get to that success or whatever that is because it's always changing and evolving and after like utilizing my whole 20s to kind of like quote unquote test the waters and do a lot of shit and now it's like you know I feel like I'm at this place where I really love what I'm doing in the sense of like doing this podcast with you and it's like I already knew that I really liked doing podcasts after my last one but now I'm like yeah I really like this kind of thing and this is like what lights me up and helping people and like connecting with people like this is what I enjoy and I don't know what that's going to lead to but I enjoy it for this time being and like I said I just I don't think that there'll ever be a peak until later on in my life which I'm okay with I mean I can't front like I remember years ago I used to be so jealous of other people who are like settled down and married and had kids and they had a cute little I was never jealous of that (laughs) Oh, no, I, I was. Never, like, I'll be honest never, with you, I was. I've never been like, oh, I want to marry or I want to settle down. Like, I had that ambiguous idea of like, oh, I should make a hundred grand and I should be married by the time I'm 30. But that was more like the societal, like, that's what my parents pushed. And that's like what everyone in my town pushed. Like, oh, yeah, you get right. married, you settle down, you have a little white picket fence and all that hoopla by the time you're 30. But then it's like, I never was jealous of those types of people because I'm like, Honestly, as I start, saw it start to happen, like, in my 20s, like, as I saw people start to pair off or what, ha- what have you or start popping babies out, I'm sitting here. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not jealous of that. Like, I'm, I want to be the <laughs> one that's going to be, like, traveling and always doing things. Like, I'm not ready to, like, settle down. So I'm definitely not jealous of that. Yeah. I mean, I noticed that, like, it hit me so hard, like, at the 25 and then probably about 27, 28. That's when it's at the peak of my whole spiritual journey when I was going through a whole tribulation. Um, yeah, that's when I just realized I was just like, yeah, no, I'm good. I, I, I like my independency and I'm not in a rush <laughs> to walk down any aisle. In fact, I actually look forward to it. To a, um, I can't even think of it. I, I, oh, eloping. Because I, I yeah, I can't do the whole I can't do the whole wedding thing. I'm sorry for anybody that feels offended, but I can't not do no weddings at all. I feel like I feel like it's an excuse for everybody to get get drunk and and waste it on your own bill, but I digress. And you know what's um, funny, Jazz? I have never up? actually been I've never gone to a like I've never gone to a wedding. I've never been invited oh, never to, a gone to a wedding. I've, nope. Good for you, bro. Like I've been invited to countless. I can't even remember since I was probably about sixteen, and you know I'm I'm always happy for the couple. I, you know I'm not knocking that, and I'm happy for their happiness. But at the same time, all I could think about is like, if I had to put my family through that stress and that shit, I I that's it. I, I might as well just be done. Just be done with life, because. <laughs> It's just it's just way too much. It's uh, it's so unnecessary. And I feel like and I, I'm the type that takes marriage very seriously. And uh, I feel like it's a secret union. And that should be respectable between you, your significant other and God. And that's just something that, you know, should be taking place in your own privacy. And I think that's why I'm the biggest supporter of eloping, because weddings just don't. It See, just that's doesn't why do I it always for me. find like, funny. It's like the whole concept of like this, sh- like what what we've been talking about jealousy. So it's like people get all up in their feelings because they're like, 
oh, I can't, I don't have the money to have that fancy dress or I don't have the money to like make my wedding a big hoopla like that person. And I'm like, yeah, I would never want to like, why would I waste money on a freaking wedding? That's going to be one day. Dude, have you, I was watching this segment from, uh, from Canada and it was about the truth about, you know, wedding cost. And I was blown away. Like how much money yeah, is spent on expensive. one dress? I'm like, I'd rather take that money and like I don't know, like go to New York or go overseas like, or something. For real, I was just like so blown away, like or put it in my savings account. I'm like, like why am I gonna spend twelve grand in a freaking dress that I'm gonna wear one time? Like I'd rather put that money in my savings or take a trip. Exactly. I'm just like, oh no, that no, I can't do that. Uh uh-uh. uh, no, I'm good. But but yeah, but I remember years ago, I used to be so jealous of that. And, you know, it, it, it dawned on me one day and I just realized, like, jazz, chill. Like, there's no reason to feel this type of emotion when it comes to to that. You know, if people want to do that, let them. That's on them. That's what yeah. they want to do. That's, yeah, that's what they want to do. And that's the thing, too. Take like, second mortgages own. on their houses. <laughs> Yeah, if that makes you happy, like if you're happy to get a twelve thousand dollar wedding dress, then go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. But again, you know, uh, I think once you again, it comes back to what you stated about taking mental self checks, as I did, you know, with succumbing to my uh, issues with jealousy and stuff like that. That's when I realized, like, okay, jazz, fall back because it's not. It's really not that serious to take it into context where it's affecting you to the point where it's consistently affecting you. So, well, yeah, and then it's like, don't why? do that. Like, <laughs> un- unfollow that person. Yeah. Like, if it's just like constantly, like, it's kind of like what we said about how you see all your friends posting their pictures going out or whatever. It's like, why are you following these people? Like, if it's just going to make you upset, like, why are yeah. you following them? Because at the end of the day, it's, like, everything's your curation. Like, it doesn't matter if it's social or real life. It's, like, everything's your control. Right. And I guess coming back to the to the whole feelings, jealousy, envy, again, use it as a motivator to improve yourself or improve areas where, you know, you may be lacking in things and pursue your own destiny and your own goals and respect the timing that comes along with it you know you also want to be very realistic you know with regards to where your journey is taking you Um, that was probably the most humbling part of my journey of realizing that yeah I'm gonna be a late bloomer but that's all right you know because once that time comes I'll be ready so (laughs) I ain't worried about it yeah so so, yeah, and also uh, another piece of advice, too, is um, if this is something you're dealing with, you know, that's, you know, encompassing your emotions and, and to the point of depression. I don't know why it would be so get to that point, but to some people, it can be very detrimental to their emotional and their physical health. My advice is to invest in a very beautiful, ornate, if you like that, if that's your preference you know gratitude journal and write down and just meditate on the things that you're grateful for that you have in your possession now um i think that's like the key to personal growth in life especially on the on a spiritual level where you can acknowledge that you know yeah you probably don't have that nice i don't know 
that nice flex in the driveway, but that's taking you back and forth to work, you know, to a job that you can save money and be able to manifest, you know, a much better Lex than what you're, <laughs> what you're eyeing on in somebody else's backyard or, or front yard or, or whatever, you know? Yeah. So, so it's something to take into context, especially when, um, dealing with these kinds of emotions and, uh, acknowledging the fact that they are there and, and yeah, they're going to be there. I mean, to some degree they will be. The question is, is how do you react in response to that? Yeah. I think that's really what it's all about. It's like you will be able to process these emotions or get through them a lot quicker if you are constantly being grateful and like for some people that might just be like every morning you're grateful like even if it's just something like I said like I'm grateful to wake up and see the sunrise again but it's like if you can Ooh, constantly like that. be if if you can constantly be in a state of gratitude then you're going to be more happy overall and that's just like being grateful for what you have in this moment it's like yeah it's I'm all for like having ambitious goals and like wanting to get that next thing or whatever it is but then if you're in a constant state of gratitude so it's like more than just like writing down the three things that you're grateful for every morning because sometimes that can just become like a chore and it's like then it's not it's not purposeful anymore so if you can kind of cultivate a sense of like always being in gratitude and always having that tape play in the back of your mind so then when something does happen that pisses you off or throws you up for a loop or something happens or you have like a bad experience at the grocery store or something crazy happens throughout your day if you have that running tape of gratitude in the back of your mind then it's going to be a lot quicker for you to kind of like snap out of it absolutely so really quick in closing to our episode what are the top three things you're grateful for right now yeah (laughs) i am no pressure for i'm i know it's easy i'm grateful to be alive obviously i am grateful for our podcast and the chance that we have to get to do this twice a week and i'm grateful for my alexa who's gonna turn on alexa turn on side (laughs) lamp Thank you. you go, See, it gets, it gets, it gets <laughs> getting dark out, so I'm like, gotta turn on the lights, because I always end up doing that, where I sit here, and I'm like, oh, it's dark. I should probably turn on the lights. <laughs> yeah, it's getting really dark here. So the top three that I'm grateful for is, one, the air that I breathe. I think that's, like, the most important thing, the fact that my lungs are functioning. Two, I want to say... Our compatibility to be able to do this podcast in two different time zones. <laughs> and the fact that we could just whip one out and there's no problem. Um, support this whole journey um, from people that actually, um, whether that's friends or family, people that actually support me and are there to listen to me rather than the other way around. So, yeah. Very grateful for that. All right. Well, that's the end of (laughs) our whole discussion. I hope it was really enlightening for everybody that was listening. 
Yeah, and now you guys can think of your gratitudes. Yeah, we want to hear it. So please, by all means, post it on Instagram, Twitter, whatever you got to do to put it out there. What's your three top grateful uh, things that you're grateful for? Yes. It could be anything. It could be, uh, I don't know, about your pet. <laughs> your about jealous pet. <laughs> your jealous pet. <laughs> your jealous ass <laughs> friends. <laughs> and also get your friends that, are, that might be jealous to listen to this episode. It might be very helpful, you know. Yeah. You know, we all got it, so. <laughs> or that Lex. <laughs> Let's put it out Lex, there. That Lex in your driveway. For real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. So if you're not following us, please do so on our social media platforms. We got Twitter, Soul Gab, Ash and Jazz. Instagram, Soul Gab with Ash and Jazz. And our Facebook.com forward slash Soul Gab with Ash and Jazz. Yes, we are all on and all those places. For release. All right, everybody. Well, have a blessed week, beautiful evening or morning, wherever you guys are. And we will talk to you again soon. Yep. Peace and love.